Have you ever had those moments where you felt some distance between you and God? Well, listen closely as I talk about how to deal with this doubt that you have with God. And I'll give you exactly what to do to rebuild that so you can get back into hope. Now, for me, I've had different times in my life where literally I really questioned, you know, and really wondered, is he really there? And how come it seems like he's not paying attention to me? Or how come it seems like, you know, I'm not getting the guidance or the answers I thought I should receive? And when that happens over and over again, or you have tough things happen over and over again, what happens is you start to lose some faith and then you start to lose some trust and then it just naturally happens. But here's something I want you to think about just for a moment. Think about this. What if our experiences we're having with people is also affecting the experiences we're having with our relationship with God? Because you see, every day we interact with people and when we interact with people, then that becomes what we think is the norm, you know, and how things happen. And when you work with people, sometimes people fail and they don't do what you ask them to do. And sometimes people are mean and things do, people do things to us that are mean. And all these failures and mean things that happen, it actually can cause us to start to lose hope or lose faith. And so I want to talk to you about how you can work through this and rebuild some of this belief and this confidence and this faith in God so that you don't lose that connection. Because if you have doubt, it tells me that you once had faith. And there's just some things that have happened along the way that have influenced or affected you to have a change of mind. And there are some very dramatic things that affect your mind. Tough people, tough situations, things not working out can definitely cause you to lose some hope. But here's some things I want you to look at. This is how you can begin to rebuild that hope and that faith. And what's awesome is it's something that you can do and, and make some adjustments really actually pretty soon. It doesn't take long to make some adjustments. But let's take a look at here at some different areas that you could address that will actually help you in adjusting the way that your mind works. Doubt first comes from a feeling of distance and then doubt then becomes a state of mind. But first you started to feel some distance between you and God. And so this distance can happen when we stop finding those things in our life that we're grateful for and we stop seeing the coincidences as actually miracles that are happening in our life. And also when we feel like we're not getting answers, like when this stops, this stops, and this stops, well, of course, you're going to start to have some questions. You're going to start to wonder if God is even paying attention to you. So let's talk about gratitude just for a moment. I don't know what your system is in finding gratitude, but I believe something that can really help you is that at the end of the day, at the end of the day, before you lay down to go to sleep, maybe you pull out a piece of paper or a pad of paper or maybe even a journal and take just a moment and write down some things that you're grateful for. 
And if you were to find like three or four or five of those things that you're grateful for and you, and just write those things down, what you're doing is you're looking for those things in life that have value, those things in life that mean something to you, some things in life that just feel special. You see, because to, to be able to connect to God, we must change our mind in how we see things. If we see everything as tough and terrible and difficult, well, we can start to push God out of our life. But this is us. You know, this is the way we're seeing it. So using a gratitude journal just a little bit each evening can begin to turn our mind into seeing those things that are good. And at first when you do this, I know for me when I first started doing a gratitude journal, what happened was it was some small things that I found that I was grateful for because I still felt the distance between me and God. But I noticed over each day, as each day went by and I found three or four more things that I was grateful for, because I had a grateful heart and a thankful heart, and I actually was tracking these things that I'm grateful for, I started to see the good things in life. And I don't know if you've ever heard this before, but have you ever heard somebody say, God is good? Well, if we find good, we find God. So it's a change of mind. It's us that makes the difference. It's us that can change this direction from doubt, going back into hope and going back into faith. Now, the second one has to do with coincidences. You know how all of a sudden things come together for you or something adjusts and changes and it, and it turned out just better than what you thought? Those are, those are sprinkled throughout the week. And sometimes we don't notice these coincidences unless we go back and review the week. You know, trying to find a coincidence in, in the middle of a day, sometimes we don't see it. We're not noticing it because coincidences kind of add up and then it happens, right? And so what I do at the end of the week is I'll, I'll review the week to go, okay, what, what happened where I could actually see that God helped me? I go looking for it. Where in the last seven days did he help me? You know, where was that thought that came to me that helped me adjust my schedule or my choices that helped me? Where did other people show up in my life that really just helped me? Now, you could call that a coincidence, you know, but come on, what a coincidence is when cool moments like that happen is that things came together for you. But I didn't, I wasn't able to find these unless I looked back over the last seven days. Because one of the reasons why people actually lose touch with working with God and being connected to God is because they stop reviewing how he has been in their life. And so if I don't go looking for him in the last seven days or the last two weeks, if I don't go looking for him, I probably won't find him. And so for me, one of my rules of thumb is gratitude at the end of the day. And then at the end of the week, I go find him. Where did he show up in the last seven days? Where did things come together? And it's a searching. You know, it's just like looking for, I know this is going to sound weird. Just hear me on this. Just hear me on this. It's kind of like looking for your car keys. You keep looking for your car keys until you find them. Because it's important to have your car keys so you can drive the car, right? But what if we treated this whole experience of finding God just like finding car keys. Are you going to keep looking until you find him? 
or are you going to stop? What, what would happen if you stopped looking for your car keys? You wouldn't have car keys. You can't drive the car. Now, because you can't drive the car, you're kind of debilitated in one way. Now you got to walk places or get a ride to go to those places. But what if we, when we went looking for God, we treated it like we're looking for our car keys and we don't stop until we find it. We don't stop until we find him. I think doubt creeps in because we stopped looking. I, I really believe that that's how we miss him. And how that space and that distance gets created is because we kind of got caught up in the worldly things, right? Everyday activities, all these different things. But here's something really to think about. If we go looking for God, we're going to find him. We will. We'll find him. He's not that far away. In fact, you know, you look around and there are so many different things to tell you that he's here. So we have gratitude journal at the end of the day. We have go find him at the end of the week where he showed up in the week. And now it's the point of like, well, is he answering your prayers? You know, is he, is he really listening to you? Do you really matter to him? And this is a big debate I hear amongst people who are like, I don't think he answers me, Kirk. I, he doesn't listen to me. But maybe we're looking in the wrong places for the answers. Because let's look at this list one more time. If we can open up our mind to be grateful and we can find the coincidences, I think what we're actually going to find is he's answering us. And these answers, something to think about is that these answers don't always show up in the form of a straight on deliberate sentence coming right back to us because of the actual question we asked him. Sometimes it, sometimes it just doesn't show up that way. You know, this is the challenge, what I was telling you before is, we tend to try to treat this relationship with God just like we have a relationship with other people. And when we ask a person a question, we expect them to answer us right there and be able to have this dialogue right there. And then when we go to pray, sometimes we act that way like it's just supposed to be this clear dialogue and he's supposed to answer all the questions because we asked. But I know that God answers us in a lot of different ways. And he wants us to learn. He wants us to strive. He wants us to look for answers. But some, a place you may want to watch for when it comes to answers is actually through other people's conversations, through meeting people. You know, sometimes you can find an answer in a book or from a person. Sometimes you can find an answer being out in nature, or maybe you're watching a fun movie and all of a sudden in the middle of the movie, there's this message and you can just tell like this message really stands out to you. I noticed that God will answer our prayers by causing things to stand out. And it's his way of saying, here I am. Hey, here I am over here too. Here I am over here. Okay, so why doesn't God make it easy for us? And he just emails us, right? Wouldn't it be cool if he could just text us? If we could text a question and then he could send one back to us, oh, that would just make everything so much easier, right? Well, I know this of God. He wants us to work together. He wants us to come closer together as his children, as his family. And so that's why he has 
Each of us inspire each other and help each other and help each other solve challenges. Many times the way you're going to get an answer to one of your prayers is a person is going to show up who's willing to help and who's willing to share their thoughts with you. And just know that God works through like a hundred different ways, probably even a thousand different ways of how he sends answers to us. But if we could do a gratitude journal and we also could look for the coincidences that happened through the last seven days, I actually think it's us that is blocking the messages. I think it's us that become blind to seeing the answers and also deaf to hearing the answers. That's why we need to do a gratitude journal and review the last seven days of coincidences so we can open up that mind so that we can hear and also so we can see. Now here's one thing to consider too, is that the devil doesn't want you to find God. He wants you to be confused. He wants you to be lost. He wants you to be worried and anxious and have all these challenges and problems. He wants you just to be a mess, just a complete mess. So you got God on one end who's ready to listen and help you. Then you got the devil on the other end doing everything he can just to mess you up, make you all upset and mad. But pay attention to the conversations that are going on inside your mind. There is like a devil on one shoulder and an angel on the other, right? You know that. It's just like here and here. And they're both chatting to you. But which one are you listening to? You know, if you're listening over here to all the negativity, well, you're going to tune in to the devil and your life is going to be all terrible and rough. Or you could tune in and listen over here to the angel, you know, the messenger from God who's helping you. You could tune over here and then you'll find God. So you can either find negativity or find hope. But that's another part of our responsibility is to check in and go, okay, who am I listening to? The little devil or the little angel? That could be a game changer right there. Doubt, doubt is not always bad. Doubt can cause us to go searching and looking, but doubt with negativity is going this direction, right? We're listening to this conversation and that's not a heart of gratitude. I mean, look at the list. That's not a heart of gratitude. It's not finding how things are coming together. It's not finding the the small miracles in our life, it's not happening when we have doubt with negativity. But if we have doubt with encouragement, doubt with searching, doubt with trying harder over here with the, with the angel that's talking to us, that's good. Well, as you continue to search for God and to remove the doubt that's happening to you, consider following the practice of gratitude journal, and also finding those coincidences and looking because the answers are there. Remember that it is a head game. To be connected to God, we must manage where our mind is pointed. If our mind is pointed to the negativity, then we are going to get pulled into the negativity and we'll become confused and lost. But if we can believe that he's there. And we look for it with gratitude. We look for the coincidences and we look for the direction that the answers are coming through and all the different ways that they're coming. We can turn our mind to listen to the angel on our shoulder 
And as we go this direction, you will notice that doubt begins to fade away and you'll notice that hope comes back into your heart. Start tonight by pulling out a pad of paper or a small journal and writing down some things that you're grateful for. God is not that far away. He's within just a couple notes of gratitude because God is good. Hey, it's Kirk Duncan here, and thank you for tuning in, listening to this podcast. If you'd like to see the full video of this training, in the description below, you will see the link that will take you to the video to be able to see my slides, the pictures, the diagrams, everything that was going on during this training. So go check out that link, go watch it, and I'll catch you on the next podcast. Awesome.